Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. McDavid to nurse, shoots, scores! The Edmonton Oilers are in the top eight. That's the goal. You prepared to trade your uh, first round draft pick for an asset that's got a contract carrying forward. The right guy to me to come in and coach that team in the future, Dave Tippett. That's all I'm going to say. We have to earn the right to be a playoff team first. You got to have a regular season where you earn that right to be a playoff team. Where their lineup is right now, there just really isn't room for them. And, you know, I, I think they're trying to move them. How about Zach Hyman's first as an oiler? This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Here comes McDavid. Back oh. at some pieces and uh, the hope and expectation there is that we that we can take another step. I came here and want to be a part of this team and I think there's something special here. Hi, this is Zach Cassian. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton came out cream also performing their last ever concert together let's stay in 1968 that's how we open up the friday edition of oilers now which is brought to you as always by digitex buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store that's alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. It is Brendan Escott in the big chair today. Bob Stoffer in Vegas with the Oilers in advance of tomorrow's showdown against the Golden Knights. Should be a good one. The teams are two and three in the Pacific Division at the quarter mark 
of the season. Yes, we have eclipsed U.S. Thanksgiving. That was yesterday. There was no hockey action right across the board, but we've already got a game live here as the U.S. holiday has thrown things for a bit of a scheduling loop. The Rangers and Bruins duking it out in Beantown right now, tied at one in the second period. But, hey, the Oilers, they're rolling at the quarter mark, right? And it hasn't necessarily been without its warts, and it hasn't necessarily been without adversity, especially recently. But the team is second in the Pacific by virtue only of those uh, Batman points that Calgary has accrued seven of to this point. With a game in hand, Edmonton has 14 wins in its first 19 games. So obviously, I think that this is at least meeting, if not exceeding your original expectations of where this team is going to be at. And yet, I think that you and I and certainly the members of that team and dressing room understand that there is a lot of room for growth as well. They're still getting it done, but there's a lot of room for growth. And that's that's positive news for Oilers fans who have long been looking for a steady stream of positive news. This has been one of those years, you know, for every bit of, of negative news that there has been, this player's gone down this week, whatever the case may be. They still were able to take care of business against an Arizona team. You still get to watch a player like Leon Dreisaitl put up, count them, 40 points, 4-0, 40 points in his first 19 games. 40 points in 19 games. Wayne Gretzky is the only other Oiler who's ever done that. That doesn't happen every day. We're witnessing history on a daily basis every time these guys take the ice. It is a privilege. The next time you'll see it or hear it live on your radio this Saturday, again, they wrap up this three-game road trip, and uh, it is against a formidable foe in Vegas. And we'll actually speak a little later on today to a new guest to the show out of Vegas. Danny Webster writes for uh, NHL.com and SB Nation, and uh, we'll get thoughts from him on all things to do do with what was an uh, injury ravaged opening to the Golden Knights season and has started to come back around if you will. They've been getting great performances out of Robin Leonard and they've been getting healthier too. Max Pacioretty back from a broken foot. He had uh, I believe one assist if not two in his return to the lineup this week. So uh, a big test coming up. We'll chat after the 1.30 news with Danny Webster but you know it's a Friday and you know that means Elliot Friedman for NHL Hockey on Rogers, our friends at Mid City Construction uh, presenting Elliot this year. So lots to touch on from the Olympic participation to what continues to be the ever burning tire fire in Vancouver. Lots going wrong out there. You wonder what ultimately is going to be the breaking point with that team who dropped another one to Pittsburgh the other day. Uh, so some thoughts from Elliot on that. And then our own Mark Spector as well. Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses, horse racing Alberta. Uh, after the uh, 1 o'clock news. We're also, by the way, we're also giving away some tickets today. Yeah, we're giving you a pair of Oilers tickets, and what's more, you get to choose the game. I think the only game officially sold out right now is Chicago in town. I could be wrong. That's something that Bob said earlier. But anyway, 
<laughs> We've got a trivia question for you coming up a little later on in the show. I'm pretty proud of digging this one up. I, I might challenge you, the listeners. So we'll let you know. And then again, a pair, a pair of tickets to any game the rest of the way. That's not a bad prize. So I suggest sticking around and uh, waiting for that one. But uh, top story continues to be as we dip into that for uh, legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling the top story once again today at least until we hear otherwise is the injuries to the defense yes we are still without a a real timeline firmly on duncan keith he will uh he's not gone home that's what i know for sure he is still with the team but they aren't skating today until two o'clock ched time so we won't have a real accurate idea of whether he is skating with the team or not until after the show is off the air today so we'll do our best to sneak in a, a lineup report as well for our friends at craig hummel later on but the top story yes darnell nurse out at least another 10 days to two weeks recovering from a broken finger slater cuckoo he's out and uh you know that's your entire left side so when you're looking at philip broberg who's come up and in his first three nhl games i wrote it down here he's gone from 14 minutes of ice time to 1859 to then 21 29 i mean this is a bit of a trial trial by fire and if you ask me the kids look good i mean he certainly skates like an nhler and he plays physically like not only like an NHLer, but you know, Evan Bouchard doesn't play as physical a game as Philip Broberg does, for example. So I'm not saying that he's here to stay when everybody comes back from injury, but you know, again, the the NHL readiness from the farm system this year in particular started last year but this year in particular when you're seeing it more widespread throughout the Oilers roster it's producing serviceable NHL players and when you've got top flight draft stock like Philip Broberg percolating in a system that is is turning out these NHL ready players that's a good combination. This is his first year playing for Jay Woodcroft and the Bakersfield Condors is Philip Broberg. It's his first full season on a North American ice surface. And hey, the transition was going pretty well from the start of the season until now. And now that he's gotten the call to the big show, it doesn't seem like he's in over his head whatsoever. So whatever lumps he took in training camp, whatever the, the coaching staff identified in his game that he needed to work on before he was ready to come out and play just about 20 minutes on back-to-back nights, well, he did that, and he proved that he could. I know Arizona wasn't the toughest test of all. Fine. But they still put three goals up on the team, and I, I don't think that you could ask much more out of Philip Broberg right now. You, you know what you're going to get out of Chris Russell. You know, that's the reason that he's on this team still. I I like that they brought Slater Cuckoo in on a two-year deal for the fact that if this happens, now you've got two very similar steady Eddie kind of players on that left defense. Well, holy smokes, is that ever in the spotlight right now? So you've got a half-decent contingent plan in place. The question is, you know, it it didn't hold up against Dallas. It barely held up against Arizona. Um, We'll see if it holds up against, again, I say a pretty formidable Pacific Division foe in the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, there's been a lot of talk, of course, about that. But, uh, you know, the, the, the focal point 
I'm wondering whether this is something that you and I notice a lot because we're watching the two best offensive players in the NHL. We're watching a team where those two players have a tremendous amount of time with the puck on their stick and therefore probably draw a lot of penalties, right? But is is this something where we have a bit of a skewed perception? I'm curious, and I'm going to ask that of Elliot Friedman. How is the officiating standard this season being perceived around the NHL, not just in our hockey-mad market? Well, we sort of pitched this question yesterday to Kevin Weeks when he joined us for our friends at Canadian Power Pack. Let's go to the Direct Workwear Audio Vault, specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. Kevin Weeks with some thoughts on, on the standard of officiating right across the league. And if you have thoughts, of course, share them on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. I think the biggest thing, and I don't disagree, I've been in situations where I've been on young teams, I've been on rebuilding teams, I've been on contending teams, and I was on a team that went to the Stanley Cup final. So I've kind of seen it all that way um, in terms of what how officiating can go depending on where you're at in that cycle on any one of those types of teams. I think the biggest thing for the oil right now for me is they have the ability now, obviously with Leon and Connor, to attack the middle of the ice and they're doing a good job of that. But I also think that there's, and Zach Hyman is dog on a bone, great signing as I told you in the offseason it would be. But I want to see more Oilers players playing harder through the middle. And I think if they can attack the net more, cycle more, attack the goal line more, be harder in and around that perimeter, in and around the opposing net, I definitely think they're going to draw more calls. I'm not not saying, because I agree with you, I I definitely think that Leon and and Connor can, can draw and should be able to draw more on their own anyway. But I feel like stylistically as a team, when you do play that way, and it's not just those three guys that I mentioned, those two plus, let's say, Zach Hyman, if their team starts playing that way more often, that'll be a part of their identity. It will open up the ref's eyes, and it might not only have to be a call that's drawn by Leon or Connor. It could also, or, or Zach, it could be you know, one that's drawn by Yamamoto or by Ryan McLeod, as, McLeod, as you were saying, or you know, somebody else for that matter. So I think that's a part of their identity as they continue to grow and, okay. and evolve their game. But I know how frustrating it is when, when you know that there are calls that typically are called and they're not, and you're kind of looking around like, and I remember that. I remember when we play, you know, this is mid-90s, and Colorado Avalanche were stacked, all NHL All-Star team. Rangers stacked, NHL All-Star team. Devils stacked, NHL All-Star team. Uh, Dallas Stars, same thing. And when we play Detroit, of course, anytime we play one of those five teams, it's almost like that power play called against you, a penalty called on you. Next thing you know, now you're down five on three. Next thing you you're just chasing your tail. And it seemed like so many of those players from those teams, and if you think of those clubs, they had elite Hall of Famers, some already a try now, but like, you know, the, in the same ilk of a Connor and a Leon, be it Federov, be it Eisman, be it Sakic, you know, all these different players, Modano. And it always seemed to me that they got the benefit of the calls, but if you know, then you recall, all those teams as a whole played really hard, and I think that'll help the oil, and I'm sure Coach Tippett knows that too. 
And so when you hear somebody like John Tortorella telling Connor McDavid just to shut up and grind through those calls, I mean, that's certainly one perspective. Uh, you know, but the point that is being made from our neck of the woods is that these players are trying, they are trying to power through a lot of the clutching and grabbing and hooking and slashing and et cetera, et cetera. And, and you're, you're looking at blatant things not being called. So I believe the way that Bob posed that question to Kevin was, you know, do you have to establish yourself as a veteran, more almost elderly, quite literally in that sense, team in the eyes of the officials before you have enough clout and respect to get those calls? I have a really hard time believing that that's genuinely the case, but I also, I mean... You know, and, and this isn't just to say I don't think that Connor McDavid complains a lot to the officials. I don't think the the Oilers team really, you know, especially relative to how often it is in basketball. I mean, that's pretty bad. But uh, I don't think that you're doing yourself a lot of favors in any circumstance by whining. I don't think it's been whining, but I'm saying, you know, I, I just don't know what the breaking point is here. Do we overvalue this because we're in Edmonton and we're crazy about hockey, we're, we're crazy about the team? Or is this more of a league-wide problem? Because don't forget, there was three suspensions handed down yesterday, one for slashing, one for unsportsmanlike conduct, and another was for cross-checking, right? So I can sense some frustration across the league and the players as well. What are your thoughts, though? Share them on this, the uh, Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. Uh, Kevin joined us yesterday on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. That number is also 780-496-0063. Hey, starting December 1st, the slot machines at the River Cree will be open 24-7. More chances to play, more chances of winning non-stop excitement on the biggest gaming floor in western canada plus enjoy daily dining specials at their more than 10 great restaurants and bars for information uh, head to rivercreeresort.com you want to get in touch on twitter we are there the show at oilers now bob is at bob underscore stoffer and myself at brendan escott that's brendan mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. F-N-E. We'll step out on Oilers Now. Come back with... NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Cal in Spruce Grove says, uh, do you have a stitch in Arizona? Never called or in Dallas. Never called either one cross check on McDavid when he went head first into the net right in front of the refs. He did absolutely nothing, uh, nor the NHL. Find a player that'll deal with it. Easier said than done these days, right? But when you're watching the players try to deal with it themselves, and there's not many guys in the league that, really love dropping the gloves. I mean, it's present, but it's not ever present. 
This is where we're starting to see an influx in cross-checking, slashing, and even slew footing. I don't know if you've read 32 Thoughts yet, but that was an interesting one. And the, the sudden rise in the NHL, like it had been, I believe, seven years since they had to suspend somebody for slew footing or find somebody. And Kevin LeBanc was the first one this season. Now our guys, because the cross-check's getting called, now getting slew footed at a greater rate or slashed, like when Josh Morrissey turns around right across the ankles or or skate laces I guess of Alex Texier after they had pretty clearly lost the game that was as the puck was entering the the open net so you know do you need the players to bring that I, I suppose if you don't want everything to be handled by the referees but this, the league wants everything to be handled by the referees like I think that's got to be abundantly clear that the best case scenario for the NHL in, in terms of, of sponsorship and that sort of thing is probably just to have the referees do doing the job to the highest standard right now they're doing it to the best of their abilities and it just seems like it's it's never quite good enough I know you probably don't like being told on a regular basis that these are the best referees in the world I don't know where you suppose you might find better ones so maybe where the real revision needs to come in here because this has been going on for probably three you know I've I've been on this show for three years and we haven't stopped talking about it and maybe sometimes more than others but obviously there's a problem with NHL officials keeping up with where the play is you know and even the way the game's being played, I wonder where they need to be now that's different to provide them with the right sight line that's even different this year from two years ago because of the way that teams are playing. These are all considerations, right? But I think that there's a lot to be said also for the fact that, you know, your star players need to be allowed to play because that is certainly the case in the National Basketball Association to a fault, to a place where it almost takes away from the viewership to that end. They had to go back on that. We were tired of watching James Harden at the free throw line, and they had to do something about that too. So, you know, there, there maybe there's an overreaction and it bounces back. I'm not sure. I, I kind of doubt that there'll be dramatic change in any fashion. But it is interesting, again, I say, to note the incremental increase now in some of these, I don't know, plays that we used to consider dirty. Two-handed slashes, big-time cross-checks. Nasty stuff. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Company branded apparel, products, and awards all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. We've got 13 games across the NHL, one already underway. Of course, it is the day after U.S. Thanksgiving. So you've got the Bruins up 2-1 on the Rangers right now in Beantown. They're about halfway through this game, a little over that. Uh, later on tonight, Tonight, Winnipeg, uh, Winnipeg plays Minnesota actually at 1.30 this afternoon. Then a half hour later, the Senators will play the Ducks in Anaheim. Montreal is in Buffalo at 5 o'clock. That's also when Vancouver plays in Columbus. And then Toronto and San Jose meet in the nightcap. Hockey Canada naming Claude Julien its bench boss for the, uh, the Channel One Cup. I believe that one's in Russia. And then the Spengler Cup as well. And Shane Doan, Edmontonian, he'll serve as general manager 
manager for both of those teams. Now, interesting to note here, if the NHL pulls out of the Beijing Olympics uh, coming up, January 10th would be their last day to do so. If the NHL pulls out, Claude Julien would then coach that edition of Team Canada as well. Ryan Lomberg re-signed in Florida for two years, $1.6 million total there, not the AAV, but total. Former Calgary Flame has a goal in three points in 10 games this year. Bakersfield Condors on the road against the Ontario Reign tonight. They'll head back home tomorrow and play host to San Diego. And the Oil Kings are uh, warding off a hurricane down in Lethbridge. Sunday they return home and will host Calgary. That one's a 4 o'clock game at Rogers Place. We'll step out for a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson back with much more on the Olympics, on the Canucks, and of course on your Oilers with Hockey Night in Canada's Elliot Friedman. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.